Services, a certified women business enterprise that is family owned and operated. You may also recognize the Dream Manager program, which Mary and her husband Tony created and have made popular by Matt Kelly's best-selling book. Mary is also an associate coach with Strategic Coach, working with entrepreneurs, as well as on a bunch of philanthropic boards, which I hope we'll get to talk about. Mary, thank you so much for being with us today. Christy, thank you so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. I, I just can't wait to hear what we're going to learn from you. So many of our listeners ask me best practices. So with all of your experience working with family-owned businesses, your own family-owned business, plus just the people you meet, tell us how do you stay present? How, are, how do you stay in the moment when so many things must be going around in your mind? Well, the people that know me well will tell you there's squirrels all around me. <laughs> so, <laughs> it is not always just easy to stay present. I, as I would recommend for every executive to have an assistant, and my assistant is my secret weapon. <laughs> getting things done. But for me to be really clear and be productive is to be focused on what I want to accomplish, what are my priorities. Okay. And those change regularly. And they're different today than they were 25 years ago sure. when I was in survival mode. So they do change with life. It's an evolving process. Do you find that there's a couple of priorities that are always your top three, though? If it's family or faith? Oh, or... absolutely. Faith is number one for me, putting God first. And family is definitely number two. And then the business. But, you know, when, when I was in survival mode and when I see people in survival mode, they forget about one and two way too often and go right to three. And that's when life gets out of guilt. Can you tell us a little bit about survival mode? Survival mode is when you don't know how you're going to make your pay. When you run out of month, the month you run out of money before you run out of month. Okay. That there's not enough to do everything, and it doesn't matter about what you're dreaming about doing when you don't know how you're going to make rent the next month, and how are you going to buy groceries, and do you have enough to buy enough groceries? What you need for your family. And if you, do you have a place to live that is in a nice, secure area and mm -hmm. you don't have to be fearful for your children or for your own life? So those are the top three things that, that put you in or out of survival mode. And for me, when I was in survival mode, I had some pictures of my dreams of what I wanted to do. Yeah. So those helped give me that push every day of what I was working toward. That's fantastic. Do you have dreams today still? I always dream. I always <laughs> dream. I'm dreaming about my new book being a bestseller and traveling the world to tell everybody the oh. importance of them going after their dreams and, and doing what they're made to do in their life. I'm sure you are going to be a huge success. I was going to save that till the end, but do you want to talk right now? <laughs> Should we jump right in? We can sure, sure. Okay, perfect. We can do that. So the, the, tell us about the book. It's going to be available hopefully in August. That's right. Are we taking pre-orders? We are taking pre-orders on okay. Amazon.com. Okay. The title is Changing Direction. 10 choices that impact your dreams. Because okay. our choices every day is what makes a difference in our future. And sometimes all we have to do is change direction of how we're looking at something. The, the whole premise that started the, the title and me thinking about getting this out there was my husband once said, if you want to watch the sunrise and you're facing the west, you're going to miss everyone. I love that. I do. So I, I borrowed it brilliantly, as my friend Tilly would say. I borrowed that and I built it on it. And I use it with a lot of my speaking and coaching. Because, you know, it doesn't take more money or education or, you know, time to simply look 
east instead of looking west. And voila, there's the setup. But sometimes you need that little nudge to redirect yourself. We do. And we it do. could be a friend. It could be a complete stranger. It could be a coincidence. It could be God talking to you. Who knows? But Absolutely. I think sometimes we get into that rut where we... We just keep doing the same things over and over and over again. It's so. a humanity issue, mm -hmm. and then frequently people will be so frustrated but not realize what other choices there are. So it's really important to hit that pause button, mm -hmm. to reflect over what's going on in my life right now, and over the past few weeks, past month, extract what lessons we need to learn from so we could use that as fuel to move us in the direction where we want to be and should be in our lives. So do you advocate people actually journal that or like write that journal put it in huge. paper? Absolutely, okay. because as long as we keep our thinking in our head, our imagination will always distort reality. And typically it goes to the negative side because mm. the critical voice mm. is much louder than the coaching voice inside of each of us. So I think part of our role that we need to do is to be able to make our, criti our critical or our inner coach bigger than the critical voice. And I think that that's really important. And again, it's about pausing and, and being aware Reflecting, of what's going yeah. on. What are the obstacles getting in the way and how can I eliminate those to go after what I really want? Do you find, are there some personalities that are easier at dreaming than others? Or gender or question. age? Or the, the speaking that I've done since the Dream Manager came out, and I, I've been able to have been fortunate to talk to lots of groups of people, and I don't think that it's a gender-based or race-based or age-based. I think everybody is born with dreams okay. and born with the talents and skills to go after those dreams. And I think the adventure of life is bringing those pieces together, and that's when passion ignites. But what I've noticed is that people have developed habits or have been told this isn't this is the way you should do things or you can't myself, do that you can't do that and i have people say well what about the dream killers in my life which is mm. usually typically family okay. or bosses but a lot of times that the family is trying to protect people from being hurt but you know i, I tell people to go toward that obstacle go and go to the light, okay. <laughs> go to the light. because in every obstacle is where opportunity is hidden and some of the worst times in my life have brought me to the best times. I mean, my husband and I are celebrating our 25th anniversary this Congratulations. year. Thank you. But this is both of our third marriage. <laughs> you know, we had to have a couple rehearsals, I guess, in there <laughs> to begin with. And if, if we hadn't gone through those obstacles we gone through, we wouldn't be who we are today. Very true. So and know what's important. That. And maybe Absolutely. that's where your priorities have helped too, just to... Absolutely. To be clear on those priorities mm -hmm. and not just react to whatever's going on in my life or in my circumstance. That's a good point. I just read a great article um, from the website Propel, which is a Christian oh, base. Oh, yes. Christine Kane's site. I love her. That's wonderful. But, and her point was you need to almost pre-plan how you're going to react to certain things. You may have your moral compass in line, but if something comes up and knocks you off, like how are you going to get back in line with it? And I just, that really struck me, not only from a mother trying to raise a preteen daughter, how I'm going to teach her that, but just... As a businesswoman, like when, when the naysayers are here or when someone tries to squash what I'm doing, how am I going to protect myself and keep going? So That's a very good point, Christy. And, and people have, they have classed me before as an optimistic Pollyanna type. And I am a very optimistic person. My glass is always full. But I'm also realistic where I have a plan B and C. So as I'm very clear on where I want to go and I'm going in that direction and I'm smiling and I exude confidence and, and people watch me, mm -hmm. 
they don't know that I also have a plan B and C. If this doesn't work, I've got, well, we'll just do this instead. Mm -hmm. And I've surrounded myself with people that are smarter at things than I am so that they can help me get there. Well, it sounds like you're also humble, too. It's not all about Mary. It's not Mary who's leading the company to this next level. It's not Mary who's doing all these amazing things. It's the team behind you. It's the family behind you. It's your rock behind you. Uh, thank you, Christy, for pointing that out. You're absolutely right. It's when we focus more outside of ourselves and not of ourselves is when life works the mm -hmm. best. Sometimes if all we see is ourselves, that is one of the biggest obstacles to get to what you really want in your life. We may be the center of our universe, because if we don't exist, that universe doesn't right. exist either. But if we don't take care of ourselves by helping others, that servant leadership is a huge thing. What, we are, what our gifts and talents do is make other people's lives better. And that makes our life better. It's a complete ripple effect. It's a boomerang. It comes back it's to you. I agree. And twicefold, threefold. I mean, Absolutely. way more than what we give. I completely agree. And I think the world is so much better off for it. And generations to come are going to be so much better off for it. It's right totally here in our agree. city. Absolutely. So can you share any of those marital tips with us? Any of the things that have gotten you and Tony this far? <laughs> well, you know, we, are, we go to a, a relationship coach. You know, and when people have something important in their life, there's all kinds of executive coaches. Yes. The, the best sports people have their coaches right. that help them stay good. We're, we're going to a relationship coach on a regular basis because great relationships don't happen by accident. Well, and how nice that you don't have the shame, that you want to share that. Like, that is, you're Absolutely. encouraging others to say, don't hide behind this. There don't is talk. no perfect. No. There is no perfect. And, you know, having a business is difficult. Having a great relationship with a spouse is difficult. So we want to make the best of both. We want to enjoy our, our business. We've worked together for 23 years. We've been married 25 years. And we want to make the next 25 years better than the first 25 years. So that's what our coach is working on. So how does that work though? If you are, so you're working every day with your husband, you're living with your husband, you've got blended families, and now you're going potentially on book tour. Like how are, how, how do you leave Jancoa behind, or how do you manage from afar? Well, I'm also part, as you mentioned earlier, a strategic coach. Yes. And one and boards. I'm on six, currently I'm on six boards in the city, because you know this community is enriched us and our employees. We have 550 full-time employees cleaning about 170 buildings all over greater Cincinnati, 17 million square feet every day. Congratulations. So thank you. We've been really, really blessed. And it's, it's really important to stay focused on the priorities of what you want to do. One of the things that Tony and I have always wanted to do and haven't had the time or the finances to do it is to travel. So we really believe that the, the book is an opportunity and the speaking opportunities for us to be able to travel while it's being paid for whoever we're going to. We'll be able to see a lot of different things. And we're in the early stages of succeeding to the second generation for our business. So you already have that in plan. So we're, we've got that in place and yep. pretty much the second generation runs the day to day okay. with Tony and I. My role is out in the community, opening doors of possibility and creating connections. And Tony helps work with the backstage team on operations and what he's learned over the 45 years since he started this business when he was 19 uh, years old. I love those stories, though. I mean, there's so many of them here in Cincinnati. There are. I love that. Cincinnati is rich with stories. Mm -hmm. And great industrial companies, manufacturing companies. I mean, it's true America right here. You're right. <laughs> We are the heart of America. We are. <laughs> so let's talk about female leaders. I feel like we don't have 
like you can name one or two at every corporation, but you can't say there's this huge movement. Do you think it's because women leave? Is it because people, women are empowered to stay? Um, are you seeing changes to that? Because I, that's all what Flair is about, is just really keeping women focused, keeping them in jobs they can be passionate about. It can be mission fields, it can be philanthropy, it can be entrepreneurship or corporate. But I just want to see women using their talents, using their brains. They can still be amazing moms and wives. You show us that, you know. But how I do totally we keep, agree. How do we keep them engaged? I, I was just doing an interview the other day with an industry magazine, contracting profits, and we had the same conversation. Okay. And one of the there's a few things that I really love about what's going on in today's world is there is more opportunity today for women than there ever has been, and to have options, to have choices. My youngest daughter has chosen to put her career on hold while she has children and raises children. She's pregnant with her, th her, th her third child, our ninth grandchild. And I think it's wonderful that there are those options. I think women are finally starting to learn that we don't have to ask for permission to go after something in life. That when we see that clearly, we can go after what it is we're made to do and do really well at mm -hmm. it. People have asked me, so there was a young woman on the plane back from Chicago the other day, and she said, so what experience did you have that you knew you were ready to own your own business? Because she's got this little bug inside of her, and she works for a local large corporation. Okay. And I said, zero. She says, come on. I said, no, I've got no college degree, spent 10 and a half years in corporate America, spent another 10 years in a mid-sized family business. And it was one of those things I had no clue, but I was driven to do the best I can do. And I have found what I needed to learn because I was determined and driven to make it happen. So by putting myself out there and connecting with people and reading a lot and going to workshops and educational opportunities to self-educate what I need. Because life doesn't happen because you set the table properly with the right degree and you sit back and wait for things to come. Life works when you go after what you want. When I start working with Tony early on, one of our first spirited conversations that we had was I was pretty much asking him to tell me how to handle a situation. And he said, Mary, you have to stop acting like an employee and start acting like a business owner. Okay. I said, what does that even look like? I've never been a business owner before. And he said, well, sometimes you simply have to ask for forgiveness and for permission and just proceed and do what you believe is right. And that just took down all the barriers for me, that there would have been a blockage in my brain of waiting for somebody to tell me it was okay to move forward, where I don't need that. I think that Sheryl Sandberg's book was timely, and a lot of people have read it, and there's lots that I agree with and disagree with, because it's very much opinion yes. on what we do. And, but I do believe that every woman should go after what they're made to do and what they're passionate about and not do things because people tell them they should. And that's a gun, going back to the family. A lot of families lead women into safe careers or careers they can leave to have children, but we want them to know they can come back. Absolutely. When I was, this year I was fortunate to be recognized by the Girl Scout Council for a woman of distinction, and they asked me who my mentor was growing up. In being a little bit older, I, there weren't that many women in business for me to eye and say, I want to be just like her. But my mother 
was a real mentor. She never worked outside of the home when she started having children, but she had six children in eight years. And life lessons. And life lessons. And like when I wanted to be a Girl Scout and there was no troops, she signed up and said, okay, I'll be a Girl Scout leader so my daughter can be a Girl Scout. And she had five younger kids to take care of at the same time. That's the life of an entrepreneur. You see an opportunity and you go after it and you make it happen. You make that decision and then you make the decision work. And that's the way, whether you're an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur, you know, within a company or corporation, it's our choice of being the leader and seeing a possibility and going after it instead of waiting for somebody to hand it to us. Well, that's you hear that struggle between mentorship and sponsorship because if you're not showing you can do it, no one's going to sponsor you to get that next level. Well, I think that we have to be careful too, Christy, on labels. I think mentors, coaching, sponsorship, it's all about connecting with people that want to help us be successful in our life. And too many people are worried about having the right people on their team or calling them by the right name. I think that when you see somebody that you think can help you and you can help them because value creation should mm-hmm. go both ways mm-hmm. and not just be in receipt mode and have other people help you all the time, but we have to be, create value by, by putting value back into the world. And that's why I serve on six boards. It's not because I have all this spare time, it's because these boards are important to me and they have big missions that can enrich this community in many lives. Well, thank you for doing that because there's a lot of people that don't raise their hand. And that's why you're probably on six. <laughs> that could be. Raise your hand. <laughs> Put yourself out there. If you're yes. passionate or want to know more about a, a, an agency that you know about and you'd like to get more involved, don't hesitate to call them. Don't wait for somebody to call you and say, hey, Christy, would you like to be involved in this? Because these agencies are looking for people to help get them to where they want to be and to help enrich people's lives. I completely agree. And regardless of what skill you bring to the table, everybody's take got everything. a talent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time today. I so appreciate meeting you and talking with you, and I can't wait to read your next book. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it very much. And I really believe that it's so important that people we need as human beings, it's a humanity issue, that you don't know what conversation or what term or what phrase or what book you read is going to hit that button and click a door open a possibility. And it's important for us all to be clear on what we want in our life, but also to be open to the possibilities that come along. Because if you had told me 25 years ago, this is what my life would look like, I would have laughed at you. (laughs) So my daughter found a great card one time that sometimes on the way to a dream, a better one comes along. So be willing to let go and move forward. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you, Christine.